It's worthy. I was telling someone yesterday, boy, my table was dirty. But his blood sure cleaned the whole thing. The Bible says that he blood out, blotted out our transgressions. There wasn't, there wasn't any clerks. There wasn't any dawn. There wasn't any, uh, what's the other brand? I don't remember the brands that could have, have cleaned my heart. But the blood of Jesus. And he didn't not only save me, listen up. But he called me worthy of his calling. And that calling is available for all of us to be, a, to be participant, to be active in God's businesses. Are you excited about that? Amen. I'm going to ask one more time. Are you excited about it? Come on. Help me out, people. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we need to go to Joyce Meyer and all of us in a bus, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. I, uh, uh, I wanna, once again, I want to I wanna share with you, we are preparing a, a, a uh, it's called Share, Share, S-H-A, I spell it because maybe I'm not pronouncing it correctly, S-H-A-R-E, Share Your Faith. It's like a workshop. And it's a, it's a, it's a guy, I never met him before, I just met him a few weeks ago, and he's going to come, he's, he's, I think Sam is the name of the instructor i think he's 69 or 79 years old and uh, he's going to be teaching us how can we in a simple way we can share our faith with others and that's going to be october the 22nd it's a saturday and we're going to do it at the walcott cafe amen i met with Lori yesterday too and uh, she showed me the place really nice place and we're going to help her you know we're going to uh, we're going to be a blessing for them as well amen so uh it has, it, the cost of the event is $15, one five, $15, that's what it costs, and we're going to be receiving a training on how to share God, amen, hallelujah. No, hey, listen up, not all of us are, uh, not all of us feel comfortable doing this, but you know one thing that it always uh, helps me is Peter, and I remember the scripture, but Peter says, by doing things correctly you prove to others the goodness of god and i'm paraphrasing maybe you won't go to the streets and say hey have you received the lord jesus have you met jesus but being a godly man and women being a loving neighbor then you show god to some others and people then will ask hey what's in there what do you have why do you act like that do you speak differently amen i've been learning how to drive semis so i mean i'm in semi school and boy, listen, the first thing, thing they told me is, uh, we smoke here. I said, well, that, I don't care, I, that's okay. But then they smoke, and when they talk, you can tell, they need some Jesus, amen. <laughs> they need some Jesus. Because <laughs> they talk, and from every three words, one is a F, one is a S or a C, or I, don't know, I don't even know how to spell it. And I'm just like that. But then, after three weeks, they've been... So what do you do? You, 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 you're different. I know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I just have Jesus in my heart. And bam, the door opened, and here I come, baby. And <laughs> pa! First gear. Pa! It's ten gears, you know. Ta! 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 You know, so, but, so, you know, I didn't even say before, have you received Jesus? Are you a Christian? You're born again. Just being who I am in Christ, when you have Christ in your heart. 
and then people will notice that light that shines in you. Amen? That was my call of worship. I'm, I'm going to do a sermon. Okay, you know, I call last, uh, last, last Sunday, uh, we were talking about New Year. This is, it was the New Year, uh, is the Rosh Hashanah, and uh, we're beginning a new cycle, a new year. And I believe that this is the cycle or the time when, when we are going to see the glory of God manifested in a way that we've never seen before. And so I want, I want this, this Sunday, what I want is I want to talk about church structure, church governance. And so, so as you hear how God has laid out the, the church, I pray that God will prick your heart, that you will, be, you will want to participate in what God has, His plans. Amen? So, the church instructor, let, bear with me for a, for a moment. I, I'm going to read from, and I have a lot of notes here, but I'm going to read from uh, the book of Acts. If you have your Bible, Acts 20. Thank you, Lord. We praise you this morning. Let me get my back. Have you made an announcement about the survey? Yes, I was. You got Acts 20. We're going to read from verses uh, 24. Acts 20, 24. By the way, did you receive your newsletter? Yes, yes I loved it, right? You, did you read the story of the hand? Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't know who wrote, I don't know whose, whose thought is this, but I really loved it. It says, man says, quote, show me and I will trust you. God says, trust me and I will show you. That's wonderful. Amen. Was it you? <laughs> okay. Okay, that was wonderful. Okay, so Acts 20, it goes from verse, I'm going to read from verse uh, 24. And it reads, uh, it, this is Paul, okay? I'm going to go from, 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 from 18. It says, when they arrived, he said to them, this is Paul speaking to the, to the Ephesus, Ephesus elders. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. 18, when they arrived, he said, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you. From the first day I came into the province of Asia, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, although I was severely tested by the plots of the Jews. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that will be helpful to you but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both youth and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns, warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing, 
if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus gave me, has given me, sorry, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom, whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. This is a farewell from Paul. Therefore, I declare to you today that I'm innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. And here he comes. Listen up. He says, keep watch over yourself and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will, will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Amen. When we talk about church government and governance, and I want to lay this before we start our year, or we just start in our year. You know, God set a way to, to administrate the church. And uh, it's, a, it's a really, it's a wise way. And the reason I believe so, because it, it was God's plan. Amen? So even in the, in the church body, even in this local body, we have, we have government in it. Amen? And the goal of the government, it, it's to set the church like, it, like in a boat and take it to a safe place, to a safe port. Okay? So... What God has laid out to govern the church are, number one, elders, and number two, deacons. And so what I'm going to be doing is quickly, really quick, I'm going to be talking about the functions of each one of these offices. Hear my word, offices. Because what, what the elders are and the deacons are, are offices. Amen? Just like the office of the president of the United States. Amen? Let me tell you something. If I will take an executive, executive order to Bill Clinton, for example, to sign it, will it have any power? No. Why? He's not in office. He is not in office. That's why his signature might have certain importance for certain matters, but it has anything to do with the running of the nation. Why? Because he is not in office. So it's the same principle that applies when you are an elder or you are a deacon of a church. What God honors, listen up carefully because this is important, God honors the office of the elders, and God honored the office of the deacons and the pastors and all of those offices. Let me tell you something else. This is nice. You, every believer, every born-again Christian, also holds an office. Did I say it correctly? That's why God is going to back you up. When you say things, when you pray, when we pray for these kids, listen up. God's not because what I, Alan, Alan Maximo said, is because of the office that I currently held, that he honors and he doesn't let any of my words to be unfruitful. Fathers, parents, when you pray over your kid, it's not 
you per se, you, you in first person, but it's the office that you, that you hold as a father. That's an office. It, when you espouse, when you wife, you pray for your husband or you pray for your children, you know what? That's, that's, that's an office because you have a set of functions, of roles that you have been entrusted with. So when you, when you exercise, I'm getting excited right now, I can tell you. I can tell you, I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. When you exercise the office, God is going to back you up because of the office of a mom, of a wife, of a, of a husband. Husbands, huh, we have an office husbands. I tell you, and that's a lot of responsibilities in it. But you have been entrusted by God. God trusts you that you are going to perform, perform that office excellently. Now, do you believe that? So why? When we pray, when we exercise our office, God will back us up because he sets us in that place. Amen. Amen. But, but, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be talking about the office of the wife, of the husband. Some other day in our marriage meeting, we're going to be talking about it. Amen. Quickly, because of time. It's 11 o'clock. I can't believe that. Inflation is, it's, is also hitting our time. Look. Where did time go? That, that, it really is not fair. So anyways, elders, quickly. We have elders in this church, and I'm just going to read it because of time. Really, man. But you got the message, amen? We have elders in this church. Do you know them? Yes? You, know, you don't know who they are. You know who, who, you know, everybody knows who the elders in our church are? Okay, will it be okay if I call him in? Huh? Millie says, call him in, so don't, don't, don't get upset at me. Will you come here with me, elders of this church, please? I want the church to know you. I mean, I know the church knows you, but I want them to see you, and I'm just going to quickly go through what you do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Look at this man. Hallelujah. First of all, I don't know how long have you been elders in this church, Scott, Eric, and, and, and Richard. First of all, I want to say thank you for your service. Thank you for responding to God's call. Because that what it is, God calls us. He invites us. I know some of you that, have, that also hold a ministry in their hearts. God has called you. But I also know some of you that have never responded. But the call is there. Hey, it, look, look, God doesn't give up easily. Better respond. Better respond. Amen. So this is what the elders do. And listen, I'm, I've been invited to be one of them. So there's four of us. Because actually, actually, we have the same, we, the four of us, we have the same responsibilities, amen, in what we do. I don't have a greater responsibility than his, and I don't have a greater responsibility than, than them. Same one. Amen? I was going to say that. <laughs> okay. All right. These are our responsibilities. So look at us. 
We preach the word, and I'm going to quote 1 Timothy. I'm just going to quote the verses, okay? 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Paul encouraged the elders to do a few things. Those are preach the word, teach the word, which is different. Preach is to, uh, to be a herald, to proclaim openly. Amen? That's what we have to be doing. To teach the word is to instruct doctrine, to correct Okay, if I see that you might be doing something wrong, and that's a, that's a problem we have lately with the church. I don't know, I don't know if, in, if, if in America, but when I did church in, in Honduras, hey, you don't, you don't get in my business. I mean, but you're a church member, yes? Are you part of this body? How many of you are considered themselves part of this local body, PCC? I'm sorry if I go, I, I, I might have to get in your face once in a while. And I told you this before, I'm going to give an account. Hey, but you too. We're going to give an account. And the Lord is going to ask me, you notice they weren't doing things right. What, do you do about, what, what did you do about it? Well, I don't know, Lord. They, you know, I, they told me not to get in their business. No. <laughs> well, I don't want to be in trouble with the king. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so this is our responsibility. This is to reprove, to rebuke. What is to reprove? Is to, in a loving way, show you your fault. If you're doing something wrong, I'm going to go tell you why. You know why? There's a grace in the office. Oh, Alan, uh, God used you so much. No, no, no. He will use anyone in this office. He will use anyone in this office. Amen. You see, you see the White House. I'm going to use it as a reference. We have talented people. We have people that is not talented. But boy, when they sign those executive orders, listen up. The whole Pentagon, the whole army, the whole everybody moves. Nobody's questioning the IQ of whoever held the office, right? Amen. You know what I'm talking. I'm going to get in trouble because... I'm still uh, just a resident here. I shouldn't be saying a lot of things. <laughs> Amen. Okay, you know what else we have to do? And, I, and you know what? I'm reading this because I want you, church, to expect these things from us. You go to a restaurant and they don't serve your, the meal like you asked for. You complain, don't you? Right. I want you also to have an expectancy in the way we perform our office. Amen. Are you getting excited about this? Everybody but the three behind me, right? <laughs> I don't know if they're excited. <laughs> no, these are men of God, I'm telling you. <laughs> he says, they, this is our responsibilities. Exhort, encourage. I, let me tell you something quickly. I really respect them. You know, when, 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 and you know what? I seen God move in their lives on my behalf. I seen, I'm going to say, this man has come to me. Let me pray for you. Okay. okay. And when he opened his mouth, I said, I wonder who told you that I'm, who, who told Scott that I'm going through these circumstances? Because what he prayed was exactly what I needed. But then I realized it's because of the office he, he holds. God is using him to be a blessing to me. Like he is, is, it's a blessing for you. Amen? Mm -hmm. So uh, 
You know what else do the elders do? We settle disputes within the church. And also, write this down, decision makers concerning the spiritual affairs of this local body. And watch over themselves. That's in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. And watch over the flock. Amen? Amen. So that's what we the elders do. Amen. So, ah, this, I almost missed this one. Pray for the sick. Pray for the sick. That's, that's in James chapter 5. If, any, if anyone sick among you, call the elders or the church and they're going to pray. I might be an elder. And my, I might be sick. Hey, you know what? I'm sick too. You come to me for prayer? Yes, you're an elder of the church. But I'm also dealing with some, some illnesses. It doesn't matter. God's going to honor the office. So if, if, if any of you needs prayer for healing, folks, you know me. You, you could call me, but you can also call the three of them. And now, I, do me a favor. Always help, help them in, what's the word? Always honor them. You want them, you want what God has. You want what God has for you flowing through their lives. You have to honor them. Amen. If you would not receive them, if you would not receive them and the office they, they hold, God won't function. Remember Jesus? Jesus went doing miracles and signs everywhere but in his hometown. You remember that. Why? He says, prophet is without reward but in his own house. So I'm going to relate to Scott because, you know, we're going to play golf. And uh, we haven't yet, but we're going to, right, brother? <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Now, now I get you completely in front of everybody. But, you know, if I relate to Scott because we went to school together and I know and I know his family and I know maybe ups and downs and God's gonna, God won't use him then. God wants to use him, but you are not making yourself available to receive what God has for you through him. Am I being clear enough? So what I want, and, and, and you know, and... And, and, and let's be careful with the other side. It's not that we're going to put them in, in pedestals and, oh, now, now I'm with Lord Eric or Lord Richard. Lord. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about R-E-S-E-P-C-T. Did I spell it right? No? Do you know that song? Did I, did I spell it right? R-E-S-E-P-C-T. Oh, man, I have to try. Go ahead. Da, da, dee, da, dee, da. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Respect, okay? That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to make it funny because, uh, you know, I don't want it to get so, I don't want you to get so serious about it, but this, I'm calling you, you know, God, listen up, listen up. This is community, Walcott, Remington, Monan, four, three, Kentland, four, Fowler, five, Monticello, six, and I have us goodland. I believe God wants us to impact those communities. And but we, we have to be like a well oil machine to function in God's purpose. And it starts with God's governance. 
Amen? God, if we don't do things in order, in biblical order, God won't, he won't, he won't function because we need to put our side, part in this business. Amen? Amen. So this is what the elders do. You know, we, 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 we see things. We discern things. Why? Because we have superpowers. No, God says, well, now you're in the office. Now I'm going to give you something for you to manage the church. Like I, I'm, I'm the church Lord and I'm the church owner. I bought them with a price. So I know what I want them to accomplish. I'm going to give you some special power so you can help me out, buddy, with this. Amen? So God pours in our lives some gifts that we might able to help the Lord in his mission. Amen? So here are our elders. Let me introduce them to you. Great men of God. They know they are word men. They are men of prayer. Amen? So when you see them, I just ask you to esteem them for the office they held. Amen? And there's some among you that also should be in the office. And I don't know why you're not there. But it's not, we're going we're gonna to see that some, some, some other day. Amen? But if you know who I'm talking to, if you know who you are, please, please, let's, let's do it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank, thank you, fellas. Well, you give him a... You want to say something? You want to say something? <laughs> yeah. Well, we had, yesterday we were talking about what the uh, program that's coming in at Rory's. And uh, I, was, I was actually talking about it. He looked at me and he said, you are going to go, aren't you? <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm going to go. Yes, you have to go. <laughs> Love you, brother. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now the deacons, and I'm, I'm in closing. Acts 6. This is my, one of my favorites. I need, I need a couple days to preach about this, but quickly. We have deacons and we have deaconesses. Amen. Huh? Deaconess. Diacona. Diaconisas. I'm going to say in Latin. Okay. So deacons. In the book of Acts, in chapter 6, if you remember the story, there were so complaints with, the, with uh, the widows of the Greeks and the widows of the Jews were complaining. So the apostle says, it is not fair for us that we have to set aside the prayer time and our word time to serve the tables. So they call six men and they lay they, their, their, their qualifications and you know who they call, Amen. So, the deacon office is also an office within the army of God. And let me, let, me, let, me, let me quickly tell you what it means. A deacon is a server, and it's one who takes care of the practical activities and operational function of the church. This is important. It's not less than an elder, just with a different set of roles. Okay. Uh, there's also tight qualifications to be a deacon. Those, if you want to study about it, that's in First Timothy, uh, chapter chapter three, verses eight and, and, and beyond. Uh, and that's what they what they do. Some of the deacons' functions has to do with facilities, taking care of the facilities. Let me tell you something right right now. We have an outstanding group of deacons and diaconisas. 
we have an outstanding, I'm going to call him here. So they take care of the facilities. Some of the other things the deacons should do is the benevolence, which is the distribution of funds and other assistance to the needy. Okay? Finances, the elders, according to God's plan, the elders should be aware of what's going on financially, but the, the deacons are the ones who deal with the finances in a day-to-day -day operation. And then they all are also ushers, I mean greeters. And they take care of the logistics of the church, making, th making sure that everything is available to perform God's businesses. Amen? Was that, was that clear enough? I want to say, who, who are a deacon and a deaconess in this church? Raise your hand. Will you come here, please? We're gonna, I want the church to know you and I, I, to thank you. You are this. Oh, man, I, I can't even start because you are so amazing. Look, I mean, look. Thank you, guys. They are, are we missing someone, I think? Dev. Oh, thank you. Dev. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, no, I'm going to sit right down. No, go, 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 go. Come on. Take notes. No, you don't have to take notes. Thank you. Well, I will just missing Deb Alden, right? Deb? Is she? Is she? Who else are we missing? Trenton. We're missing Trenton Hansler. Who? Okay, oh, we need to talk about the trustees. That will be next week, weekend, so we don't have time. Yeah. So, uh, listen, they, they are our deacons, and isn't that amazing? We are remodeling, and we have this setup here. You know, you know how, ma you know how many uh, pews did I lift? None. I didn't have to, praise God. I didn't have to. Why? These people, they took care of business. You see how, how their, their remodeling is going? You will... They won't, they won't tell you how many hours they spend in this, spend in this place uh, making sure that things are done properly. Maybe Rosa can say that. <laughs> she knows that really good. <laughs> but they are making sure. If you would have been in, one of, in our uh, board meetings, I, tell Millie, I told Millie this and I tell you this. It blows my mind, the integrity that this folks exercise in managing this church. Man, it, it, it amazed me. And you know what else I'm going to tell you? The humbleness of these folks. Man, I need some of that. Really, they are so talented. They give their time, and they, you're never going to hear a beep about them saying what they've what they done, I mean, for the church. So I want to ask you also, to keep them in, in, in respect, amen, keep them in high respect, because they do so much for the church, not expecting anything. You know what, I, I receive a salary. Really, the church gave me a salary. <laughs> no, no, you know, and I feel compelled to do a lot of things. I have a commitment with the, with, with the Lord Jesus first and foremost, but also with you. But these folks, they don't receive anything. And they use their gas, they use their mileage, they use their vehicles just to serve God. Amen. You know what I'm doing this? I love, I, 
I want to invite you to, to participate in this. Let's make, let's, 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 let's make God's businesses successful. And he needs us. Some of you are seated here, you're so talented. I know some of you by name, you have such of a, a, a management skills. You, I've I seen some of you so entrepreneurial. You have a mind to, to, to figure out things and, and, and come with solutions. And you're doing all, praise God, you're doing it for your own companies, your own businesses, your own jobs. Great. But how about the kingdom of God? First of all, he gave you those talents. I want to invite you this year. This is my invitation, and I'm closing, believe it or not. My invitation is that you will set in your heart this year. Don't, 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 let's not make commitments for five years. Let's not make commitments for a whole 12-month period. I want to invite you for the next, next six months. Give God some of those talents you have. I see some of you, 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 I know some of you, you are money-making machines. No, and this, listen, that requires talent because you have to, you have to face challenges, adversities, and you know how to, how to uh, uh, move around, and you know how to drive, and, and you know how to make things happen. Folks, the body of Christ, if it's something we need, it's execution, and some of you seated here, I'm, 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 I'm also tempted to call you by name. Some of you are here are so talented. I invite you, I invite you today to set, set in your heart to give some of that to the Lord. It says, hey, Alan, hey, you know them, Scott, hey, uh, Eric, hey, Richard, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, hey, Joe, uh, how can I help? How can I help? What do you need? And I'm telling you, you're not, God is our rewarder. God is not only going to reward you, but we're going we're gonna to do what he has called us to do. Amen. Do you receive that this morning? Praise God. We will give a round of applause. Thank you, guys. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. I, people, people come and say, oh, thank you for the card you sent. And I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. I said, I don't know. But Kathy and Penny, I thought Penny, yeah, I thought you should, have, you should have been here. Yes? Yes? Yes, Alan. Before you close, I've been listening closely. Am I in trouble? <laughs> I know. Hallelujah. You mentioned uh, part of the responsibility of the elders to settle differences, disputes. Most everybody in this church is a transplant from another church. We've all had experiences where things didn't always go maybe the way we thought they should. And there was dissension in the church. I'm telling you. 
Amen. Amen. We are. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray, Lord. And be, let me make the call once again. If you please, I shouldn't say please, but purpose in your heart to give God not all of your talents, because God knows that you have family responsibilities and things to do. But I really invite you to to offer, like an offering, offer God some of your time, some of your finances, but, but most of all, some of your knowledge, some of your experiences. The body of Christ needed. The body of Christ needed. There's not a, this, the, the body of Christ needed. That's what I'm going to say. I invite you this morning. If you want to participate, come. You can come to me. You, you met the elders. You met the deacons. If you want to participate, even in, 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 in the little things like those two guys yesterday uh, uh, bake, uh, 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 cooking uh, uh, eggs or, you know, and patties. And, with, you know, I mean, I really invite you to participate. And if you want to, we'll, we'll like to be a, a deacon or we'll like to hold the office or, you know, come and, and, and talk to us. And God wants you in it. God wants you in this boat. In the name of Jesus. Father, and as I close, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will touch, prick every heart in this place. Lord, showing each one of them and show, showing us, showing us what will you have us to do, Lord, for your kingdom's sake. Lord, those of us who are, who are already doing so many things like Great Banquet, like FCA, like, 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 uh, uh, like uh, 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 sports leagues and things of that nature. Father, I bless that you will pour a double portion in their lives, Lord. Lord, but for, for the rest of us who are probably currently not doing much for you, Lord. Father, touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. That they might be, have the desire to participate. And I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you count us worthy of this calling. Hallelujah. If I see our lives, if we see our lives years ago, we were nothing. But now we are something because of you, Lord. Father, it's time to give you back, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you love us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's get ready for communion.